Welcome and thank you for listening to the CRC podcast brought to you by Pastor Ad Boschel. We believe that God is working across this platform to bring each and every believer revival throughout their entire lives. We hope you are inspired by this week's message. Uh, say with me this morning, say um, inspiration, say it. No, everybody, because you need to listen, please. Yes, dear. Say inspiration leads to expectation, demands preparation, and requires perspiration. You got it? Did you write it down? Because a short pencil is better than a long memory. Now I can go home. I've told you what I wanted to say. Because a lot of you are waiting for God to do things and you're sitting like the four lepers at the gate of Samaria. And some of us just have to rise up and say, why am I sitting here? And you have to get up, get over, get busy, get proactive with expectation in your heart and believe that anything is possible that God can do anything, that God still is alive in Jesus' name. So, I don't know how bad your past has been. I don't know what you are facing. I do care. But I want to tell you, we cannot sit, suck our thumbs, sulk about yesterday. We have to wise up so we can rise up, so we can become inspired, so we can raise our level of expectation, so that we can do the necessary preparation with the required perspiration because if you're gonna sit and wait for things to change it's not gonna happen so my message this morning the oil ceased or so this is how the oil ceased the oil that produces increase multiplication because our God is not a God of addition our God is a God of multiplication right so I don't know where you are, but I'll tell you your tomorrow is going to be better with Jesus Christ in your boat. I don't know what you are facing today, but I'll tell you with God, you are more than a conqueror and you are going to overcome in Jesus' name. But we're going to have to make some adjustments so that we can prepare for the 2024 that God has for us. And if we wait till January, it's too late. Second Kings chapter 4 verse 1, a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha saying, your servant, my husband is dead. Her source of income was lost. And you know that your servant feared the Lord and the creditor is coming to take my sons to be his slaves, indebted to her ears. So Elisha said to her, what do you want me to do for you? In the modern version, how can I help? Tell me, what do you have in your house? And she said, your maidservant has nothing in the house, but, everybody say but. There's a negative but that will land you on your butt, and there's a positive but that will propel you into what God has for you. So she says, but, she remembers, there's something I can do, a jar of oil. Then he said to her, go borrow vessels from everywhere. Get proactive. From all your neighbours. Empty vessels. Everybody say empty vessels. Because if you are filled with yourself, God cannot fill you. If you are filled with your own ideas, God cannot fill you. We have to empty ourselves for God to fill us. 
We have to, oh come on men, we have to empty ourselves of our negativity, of our past, of our hurt, of our disappointment, of our unforgiveness. We have to empty ourselves of our disillusionment, empty ourselves of our doubt, our fears, our uncertainties, and we have to become empty vessels again and allow God to fill us with a, a fresh word for 2024 in Jesus' name. Fresh manna that will propel you into the future that God has for you. Because you can't change yesterday, right? But you can live a great tomorrow. You better say amen this morning. I'm going to preach you out of your ditch. I'm going to preach you out of the dump. I'm going to preach you out of your slumber. I'm going to get you out of your valley today in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I and mean, some of you are like the frog that fell into a bucket of milk and he cried, help, help, help. And there was nobody. So he thought, what must I do? He thought I'd better swim. And those hind legs went working and he was kicking and kicking and kicking. And the more he kicked, we know what happened. The milk became uh, 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 harder, if you can say it like that. Eventually it turned into butter. Eventually it was uh, firm enough for him to jump out of the bucket. Sometimes you are gonna have to rescue yourself by doing what you can do with what God has given you in the name of Jesus. Say amen. Not always sit in apathy and wait for your breakthrough. My brother, you are the breakthrough. You have something God is going to use that's going to change your situation. What you think is a dead end street is not a dead end street. What you think is over, God says it's a new beginning. What you think is done, God says dust yourself off and let me get into your boat and fill the empty space and watch what I'm going to do. Turn your disappointment into a divine appointment, your setback into a comeback, come on your mistake into a miracle. Allow me to come. Allow me to step into that empty space in the name of Jesus Christ. So this woman is in a desperate situation. I mean, she's over her ears in debt. There's no hope in the natural. That is until the prophet comes along and he brings a word from God. Come on, doctor, you're not going to settle where you're at. There's more. Come on, businessman. You're not going to settle where you are. You may be 65. There's more. 85. There's more. Somebody say there's more because that's what overflow means. More, 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 more. El Shaddai, more, more, more than enough. He's more than enough. There's more in than enough provision. There's more than enough grace. There's more than enough mercy. There's more than enough joy. There's more than enough peace. Stop living with an empty bucket and get yourself in the presence of Jesus and allow Jesus to come and fill you up. Hallelujah. So he says, do not gather just a few. I mean, if you're going to have a dream, have a big dream. If you're going to get busy, plan to do great things. The people who know that God shall be strong and do what? Great exploits. You're not a mini moon. You're a mighty man, woman of God. You have God on the inside of you, the greater one on the inside of you. Come on, stop minimizing yourself, downsizing yourself, downplaying yourself and begin to believe what God says about you, that you are more than a conqueror. You can overcome. You can prevail. You will go over and not under. You will be the head and not the tail. You will be above and not beneath. You may be struck down, but you're going to get back up again because God's going to put fresh wind in your sails. Say amen in Jesus' name. He says, so don't gather just a few. Don't plan just to survive. You better plan to thrive. Amen. Hey, ek gaan nie preek soos die springbokke gestrand gespeel het, en laat ek nou maar weer mooi duidelik sê. 
Ek gaan preek soos hulle die vorige week gespeel het. So he says, do not gather just a few. Vision. Anticipation. Expectation. Believing that God has a better future for you. Believing that what you are facing is not final. That God still is the God of the turnaround. God still is the God of a breakthrough. God still is a miracle worker, a promise keeper. Come on. Oh, oh man, listen, you can go higher. I'm going to say it to you today because some of you are happy with the status quo. I'm telling you, you can go higher and you have to make up your mind to go higher because God is more for you in store. Shout amen and give Him a praise. Come on, I feel the anointing of God in this place. So she went, she acted from Him and shut the door to disappointment, negativity, doubt, unbelief, fear, unforgiveness, bitterness behind her. There's some things you have to leave behind if you want to move on. And behind her sons, the voices in her life who brought the vessels to her and she poured out. Now it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said to her son, bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there is not another vessel. So this is how the oil ceased. The miracle of increase, the miracle of multiplication ceased when? When she stopped pouring, when there was not another vessel. Listen to me this morning and write it down. When you run out of expectation, you will run out of oil. When you run out of expectation, you will run out of oil. Because your expectation and anticipation is God's invitation. You cannot go through life neutral. You cannot go through life nursing, rehearsing and cursing your setbacks in life. You have to make up your mind to believe the promise of God, that God has a way for you out of your situation and you have to believe the Word of the Lord. So the Bible says, um, she asked her children, bring another vessel. And they said, there is not another vessel. So the oil ceased. So the question is, when did the oil cease? And who determined the extent of her miracle? Did Elisha? Did Elisha tell her, go borrow two vessels, few vessels? What did he tell her? He said, have great expectation. He's actually dealing with the expectation because what she had faced, her debt, her tragedy, going to lose her two sons to pay off her debt. Her husband died. The source of her income is not there. Her provider, her protector is gone. She's in dire straits. But then the Word of the Lord comes to her. And I'll tell you today, you may be in dire straits. You may be rock bottom today. The good thing is you cannot go any lower. There's one way for you and that is to go up. And I'll tell you, He still is the glory and the lifter of your head. He still is the gift with a lift. He still is the one that will get you out of the miry clay. Oh, come on, man. And put your feet on a rock if you will allow Him to in the name of Jesus Christ. So he comes to and he says, what can I do for you? And that's the God that we serve. God doesn't pass you by, but God needs you to press through the crowd so you can touch the hem of His garment because without your faith, God cannot move in your life. Hebrews 11 verse 6, the Bible says, without faith, it is impossible to please God for he that comes to God must believe that He is and that He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. So she's in a crisis. 
in the natural no hope and the prophet comes to her and he says to her what is it that you have I'll tell you and I'm going to talk about it tonight if you don't come to the evening services you have to listen to the evening services because it is maybe one of the most important parts of you experiencing overflow I'm talking about your design your gift uh, using what God has given you if you are going to experience overflow because God's not going to bless you outside of your grace He's not going to bless you outside of your design you have to know who you are and you have to know what you have to receive and then you have to avail yourself to God so God can bring increase and multiplication in your life so she says I have nothing but and it's that little but that God is going to use those prayers that you are pouring out to Him, the worship that you bring to God, the sacrifice of praise that you bring to God, the two mites that you give into the offering, the forgiveness that you are demonstrating, the love, the kindness, the mercy. It is you pouring out what you have, not what you don't have, that draws God's attention and causes God to multiply what you have in your life. You can go crawl in a corner like everybody else, most people in South Africa and blame, 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 blame. That's not getting you out of the ditch. You have to stop focusing on what you don't have and focus on what you do have. And I'll tell you, God's given every one of you the measure of faith. God has given every one of you grace. Every one of you have something that God can use. But you have to stop looking at what you don't have and focus on what you do have and give what you have to Jesus. Put it in His hands and watch how God's going to multiply what you have. So the question is, who determines the extent of her increase. Multiplication, Genesis 1, because we were designed to do what? Multiply and increase. God never created us to be settlers. He created us to be sojourners. We're not campers, we are climbers. But life wants to steal the hope that is designed by God to propel you from your heart, like this widow woman. Everything that happened to her tried to steal her hope. Hope is a favorable expectation that deals with the future. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, Hebrews 11 verse 1. The evidence of things not seen. So if there's no hope, faith cannot operate. Hope is a favourable expectation, meaning you live every day of your life, something good is going to happen, Chanel, amen. This may just be the day, hallelujah. I don't care how, oh come on man, I don't care how long this delay has been, this may just be the day, something good is going to happen. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and I will be glad in Him. I'm not going to go through life cynical. I'm not going to go through life defined by my circumstances. I'm not going to allow Satan to steal the hope in my heart because I have a living hope that is rooted, rooted in the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's why we are those who have hope when there is no hope because He lives. I can face tomorrow. So, so she had to go and get busy. So the Word of God comes and inspires her. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. Before you can even think about anything, you need a word from God. And the prophet says to her, gather empty vessels. He gives her an instruction. And what does the, uh, the, the Word of God does do? It raises her level of expectation. Hear me clearly, please. No expectation, no increase. The oil stopped when the expectation stopped. The prophet never told her, I'm just going to bless you with enough to pay your debt. No, as a matter of fact, El Shaddai, we spoke about it last week. God blessed her with more than enough. Why? Because He is more than enough. He is El Shaddai, the God of plenty, the all-sufficient one. 
God Almighty. That's the God that we serve. So, so, so He blessed her not only to pay her debt, but He said, go sell the oil and live off the rest. So God's going to turn things around in your life. Can you believe that this morning? So the inspiration comes and raises her level of expectation. Now you need to hear me. Because a lot of people say, I believe God for something, but they sit and they wait. Expectation demands diligent preparation. Meaning a plan. Meaning a workable plan. So if you are believing God to do something in your life, I have to ask you, what is your workable strategy, your plan? Because according to your expectation, you will make the necessary preparation. So thank God this widow was smart. But that miracle could have continued. She could have gone beyond the immediate neighbours. She could have gone beyond. She could have uh, uh, borrowed, I mean, one jar and, 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 and just, you know, like we do in Christianity today. I'm just not worthy. Don't just, you know, don't raise your level of expectation too high. Now, you know, Pastor, you can't talk to me, 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 2,000 years ago when He sent His Son Jesus Christ to die for you. The same Jesus who said in John 10 verse 10, the thief comes to steal, to kill and to destroy. But I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. So God wants to lead you in overflow, but you have to get a word and build your house on the word. And then you have to raise your level of expectation. And then you have to go sit and make the preparation. Come on in Jesus' name. And then you better get busy, 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 busy. Work, work, work. Because where there's no works, there's no faith. So you want to be a great musician, then practice. You want to be a great salesman, read books, the world's best salesman, whatever it is. You want to be a great pastor, then develop yourself. But people expect increase without preparation. People want God to use them, but they don't spend a moment in prayer. People want their businesses to explode, but there's just no time for preparation. And this is a catch of Satan. He gets you so busy that you never get to a place of actually being inspired because inspiration will lead to expectation. And when the expectation is the expectation demands, requires deliberate, intentional, I wanna use those words, preparation. I mean, as, as a church, we've been very intentional since Lady Brand to always make space, more space for God to move. Because your, your, your preparation is indicative of your expectation. So if there's no preparation, physical preparation, there really is no expectation because we live in a mindset, whatever will be, will be. This is not what the prophet said to her. He said, you need to change your level of, of, of expectation. You have to shut the door behind yourself. Listen, that's a word for somebody. Shut the door to the past. Stop talking about yesterday. Stop talking about your failure. Stop talking about your betrayal. Stop talking about the negativities of yesterday. Stop hanging on to the negative energy of yesterday. You want to get moving forward, you have to go bury 
yesterday. You have to go dig a hole in the ground, put your sin, put your failure, put your flaws, put your mistakes in that grave, cover it with dirt and walk away a free man with a future and with a hope in Christ. So, um, I mean, the prophet doesn't have a conversation about, girl, you were not wise in your spending. You messed up. And some people are not wise with money, right? My mother always said, common sense is not as common as you think. Because what is common to you is not common to everybody. Any enterprise is built by what wise planning becomes strong through what common sense profits wonderfully by keeping abreast of the facts. So sometimes people think faith is just, I believe. Well, if you believe in God, where's your preparation? You believe in God for what? I'm believing God for a breakthrough. What does that breakthrough look like? Well, if it's a spiritual breakthrough, then you have to apply yourself by pouring spiritual prayer, worship, serving, because as you pour and as you empty yourself, God's going to fill you. If it's financial preparation, you need to be sure that you are sowing your seed. That's just reality. Not to get God to move, but because as you pour, God's going to pour back into you. The minute you close your hand, the miracle, the oil ceases. There's no exception. Anything that people call an exception is a deception. Oh, but God will understand. No, my brother, God understands the Word. He watches over the Word. He doesn't watch over your snot and trana. He will come and comfort you, but your snot and your trana is not what moves God. What moves God is your heart of faith towards Him. No matter how bad life has been, that you come back like Job and you trust Him and you worship Him and you praise Him and you believe God that He will give you double for your trouble. You don't camp there and sing the same old country western song. I lost my dog. I lost my horse. I lost my house. I lost everything. No matter what you've lost, my brother and my sister, I weep with you. But it's a new day. Are you listening to me? It's a new day. It's a new day. It's a, you're not done. It's a new day. It's a new beginning. You have to get yourself up. You have to get busy. You have to get out of that negative mindset. You have to get out of that thing that's keeping you sitting in that situation and shut the door to all the negative voices and be inspired by the Word of God and raise your level of expectation. Our, one of our key scriptures for next year, Ephesians 3 verse 20, now unto Him who is able to do what? Exceedingly, abundantly, above all we can ask or think according to the power that works within us. So, so our treasure, our expectation, is what either releases us into what God has for us or limits us from what God has for us. So who limits the miracle here? The devil? Lack of oil? You know, I was praying Saturday a week ago and the Lord spoke to me about CRC. Because most of you that have been with me for many years know I'm not a camper. I can't be a pastor that just preach good sermons every Sunday. It's not who I am. Although I love preaching. I'm here to advance God's kingdom. Not just to keep you happy and say, well, we give you seven out of 10 today. We give you six out of 10 today. We give you one out of 10 today. Blah, blah, blah. It meaneth nothing to me. I hope you are blessed, but we are yet to, to advance God's kingdom. CRC, that's our mandate. So I didn't like COVID. I fought this devil of COVID because it was trying to, to, to hinder the momentum of God's kingdom, which I understood. Most pastors didn't, no criticism, fact. We are still recovering all over because pastors were asleep under the pomegranate trees when the church should have stood up and said to the government, take your foot off the church in Jesus' name. 
You have no authority over the church of Jesus. Say amen today in Jesus' name. And then we supported Pastor Don and we helped. which is fantastic but hey hey CRC mate we are not yet to be happy campus I mean God told me listen to me you cannot sit you cannot sit you have to lead the charge you have to expand my territory there are spaces to fill come on we have to mobilize ourselves and I'll tell you business people you need to partner with the church to propel the church forward not just through television which is fantastic but we need a territory for God in South Africa, territory for God in our world. We are not yet to sit and soak. That's not my design. That's not our design. Our design is to expand God's kingdom, to plunder hell and to populate heaven. And I'll tell you, if we turn away from what God called us to do, the oil will cease. The oil of increase and multiplication will not follow. So come on leaders. Come on, pastors, time to rise up, get focused, get busy. Because I'll tell you, next year is going to be of overflow. We're going to see more people saved. We're going to feed more people. We're going to build more churches. We are going to expand God's kingdom. We are going to step out of the boat. We are going to take a risk for God. We are going to East Rand, Cape Town, Cairo. Wherever God calls us to go, we are going to go. We are going to be dangerous for the devil and, 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 and designed by God. Oh, come on, I just feel like shouting this morning. Hallelujah. Come on, give Him a praise if you believe God. Next year is going to be a great year in your life. Give Him a praise like you have an expectation. I mean, think about the first miracle of Jesus in Cana of Galilee. It was the same. He said, go gather six empty water pots. And He said, fill it. Everybody could have said it's not going to work. Every time we've ever launched out for God, people say it's not the right time, it's not going to work, etc. But I've always known, while we move with God, God is with us. Because Jesus doesn't sit with sitters. He runs with runners. So as a doctor, Leicester for me, there's more. As a lawyer, there's more. As a dentist, there's more mouths. No, there's more. As a hairdresser, there's more, with more hair, hopefully. Amen. There, there are, there's more. Why not start a nail bar? Why not get another idea? Why not add to what God has given you? Why not get another pot, man, in the name of Jesus? Why be content? Okay, bring it. Bring that pot. I'm not going to carry it, okay? Why not get another pot? Why be content with a little pot and say, this is my lot in life? Hallelujah. Said who? I said, said who? Said who? Who say that? Who told you that? God never told you that. I'll tell you what, if you're going to handle this, you are going to handle that. If you are faithful with this, God's going to give you that. If you are faithful with little, God's going to increase you too much. Oh, come on, man. God's going to increase your influence. God's going to increase your territory like Jabez. God's going to increase your resources, your finances, your, 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 your friends. God is going to increase you. You better get ready. Listen. Listen. The devil has given you his best shot. But you are still here. It's time for you to get back up again. Dust yourself off. Look the world in the eye and say, my best days are ahead. And make big plans for God in the name of Jesus. And watch what God is going to do. If you will just pour, God's going to increase what you are pouring. If you will get busy, God's going to add to you. God's going to multiply you. You've got to get busy. You've got to get busy. You've got to get busy. You've got to get busy with your prayer. Busy with your plans. Busy with your confession. Busy, 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 busy in Jesus' name. And watch what God's going to do. 
I mean, cynicism will neutralize, yes, sir. Will neutralize God every single time. I don't believe it. Good for you. I mean, this widow could have said this is nonsense. Because spiritual principles, laws, are not written for the natural man. As a matter of fact, 1 Corinthians 2 says, the natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God. It's foolishness to him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. So you try and figure everything out. Proverbs says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge Him and He shall direct your paths. I want to say it over and over and over. There's more. There's more for you. More for you in your marriage. More for you in your business. More for you in your health. More for you in your future. More than you can ever imagine. God has more in store. Hallelujah. God has more in store for your children. This is not your end. This is your beginning. Shout amen in Jesus' name. Amen just means so be it. And I'll tell you, people say, people are loud in our church. Go read Revelation. Yeah. That, actually, actually, in Revelation, that's what they do all the time. They shout hallelujah. They, uh, uh, an angel reads the scroll and somebody jumps up and says, hallelujah. Come on, where's my choir this morning? Come on. Oh, come on, be the loudest praises in this church, man. Be the loudest praises in the church to hell with the devil. And keep on pouring your praise, mama. Keep on pouring your praise, young man. Keep on pouring your praise when there's no provision. Keep on pouring your prayer. Watch what God is going to do. Watch what God is going to do. God's going to increase. God's going to multiply. But you have to raise your level of expectation. And then you need to make the preparation. And then you better get busy, 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 busy. By the power of the Holy Ghost, propelled by the Holy Ghost, you better get busy. You better get busy. And watch how God is going to bless the work of your hands. I mean, when Peter dwelled all night and he caught nothing, the Lord said, launch out into the deep again. And the fish did not jump into the boat. Peter said, we toiled all night and caught nothing. We are experienced fishermen. There's no fish out there on the sonar, the radar. He said, nevertheless, at your word. So they went back into the same place where they tasted failure before. And God blessed them there because they had a fresh word. And what did that fresh word do? Change the expectation, which changed the outlook. Which caused them to go back in the same place with a different attitude. One of my great friends, Evangelist Peter Pretorius, who's in heaven now, um, he was a tobacco farmer before God saved him. Um, very wealthy man. Then God called him to the ministry. And uh, he was preaching and on his farm, let's say 800,000 people came and he would give the altar call because he would see Reinhard Bonker does an altar call. Nobody got saved. And one day the Lord said to him just like this. He said, add faith to your preaching. Next week he preached the same with faith. That's why I tell us, we cannot sing without expectation. We need to come in here and say, Lord, we are looking for you in the sanctuary. God, we are expecting something to happen. We need to go into the marketplace and say, Lord, I'm expecting a phone call. I'm expecting a contract. I don't care how many times you failed. Your failure is not final. You get up again with expectation in your heart and you believe something good is gonna happen. This may just be the day. In the name of Jesus, shut the door to that negative past. And when he did that, suddenly many, many hundreds of people got saved. See, my dear friends, without faith, we're not going to attract what God has for us. 
Bible is very clear, faith without works is dead. Show me your faith without your works. I'll show you my faith by my works. What are we talking about? Expectation has to lead to preparation and inspiration. And we're not talking about inspiration outside of God's grace. For you people now that say it's all grace, grace. Grace doesn't make you sit in a corner and do nothing. Paul said, I labored more abundantly than them all. Yet not I, but the grace of God and the grace of God toward me was not in vain. People say, if God wants it done, it's going to get done. No, God's going to do it through you. God's going to do it through you. God's going to do it through you. Come on, television land. God's going to do it through you. You go and raise your level of expectation. You've received some inspiration and you make the preparation and put some inspiration and watch what God is going to do for you in Jesus' name. God bless you. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Every time we've hired a stadium on the night that we chose, according to our calendar, and we did the possible, thousands would come and thousands would get saved. That about says it all. No harvest event, no people get saved. Harvest event, preparation, expectation, prayer, and the next minute, wow, look what the Lord has done. So what God's going to do in your life is not going to be separate to you. He's going to do it through you. I said He's going to do it through you. He's going to bless you through you. He's going to bless you through you. He's going to, he's going to work through you. He's going to lift you up. He's going to bless you. I haven't even started my sermon, but I have to go to Joburg now. Um, that building we built there, 5,000 cedar, we were sitting like 500 people in the barnyard and like just spluttering around. And I said to Dr. Louis, I said, Nee man, ons is nie geroep, geroep om ploeters te wees nie. Get land, let's build. And we opened the doors. That church has exploded, still exploding. I mean, it's just like, because we created space on the word of the Lord. Amen? Amen? So, um, let me just stop there. Before I say something that will be unpopular in some circles. My kijk is ook wel. Ek is nou flippend reg om te hol. Kijk is so. Als die manier wat ek nou gaan sit nie. Kom on man, ons beste daas voor. Kom on CRC. CRC. Dit lik hier reg in Afrikaansie. Kom on CRC man. Kom on, kom on, kom on, kom on. Shake yourself loose man. If you, if you fall in the night pit, just uh, trap hy water man. Trap hy, trap hy melk. Trap hy kaas, tot hy kaas word. Trap hy room, tot hy kaas word. Dan klim yourself uit in Jesus naam. Because I'll tell you, sometimes nobody cares. Nobody cares and nobody's going to come and lift you up. But I'll tell you, 2,000 years ago, Jesus came just for you. You were on His mind when He died on that cross and He made it possible for you to get out of your situation, to get out of your shame and your pain and to be everything that God called you to be and to accomplish all that God has for you. Come on, this is your time. This is your day. Shut that door to yesterday and believe that my best days are ahead of me in Jesus' name. Come on, give the Lord a praise. Everybody, let's stand to our feet. Come on, praise Him, praise Him. I know we've endures for a moment. I know there are difficult times in our lives. I know we go through storms, but let's not camp in the valley. 
Let's not camp in the valley, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil, for Lord, you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You keep on walking, walk on the water. Jesus said to Peter, come on and walk on the water with me. 2024, you are going to walk on the water with Jesus. You are going to walk on the water with Jesus. When people are sitting and waiting, you're going to be the goer, the gopher, the getter upper in the name of Jesus. And you are going to do great things for God. I don't care how stale, how dry, how dead things has been. Our God gives life to the dry bones, to the dead bones. You can receive the life that God has for you, but you have to receive the word of the Lord and say like Mary, be it unto me according to thy word of God and shut the door to all negativity. And that's why the Bible says, His mercy is on you every morning and this is the day that the Lord has made. So we don't camp at yesterday. That's why in the, that's why in the, in, in, in the Old Testament, the cloud never stopped. As soon as the people became comfortable, the cloud moved. God never told Moses, that's why I gave him a tent. So you can move forward. Not looking at what is happening in Israel and say, come Lord Jesus, come, please Jesus, come, come, come. Because you can't deal with life. Oh no, this life is something wonderful that God has given to us. This life is meant to be enjoyed. This life is meant to be conquered. This life is meant to experience the goodness of God. Not one day when we get to heaven. Jesus loves you. God loved this one widow, Widom. We don't even know what her name is, so much. And the Bible is full of stories like this. Where the name of the person is not even recorded. The Shunammite woman, the Syrophoenician woman, the woman at the well of Samaria, all of them, different issues. Each one mattered. And Jesus came to all of them. And He never left them where He found them. The woman, the Shunammite woman who didn't have a child, first He gave her a word and she fell pregnant. Then the child died. And she said, but you lied to me. He prayed and He raised the child from dead. Later they go through debt and He helps them through debt. It's not like you have one encounter with God and there's never going to be challenges. There will be challenges. But one thing you can never lose is your attitude of fortitude where you keep your eyes on Jesus and you say no matter what, I'm not going to roll over. I'm not done. I'm not in a grave. Come on, I'm going to live full and I'm going to die empty. Come on, come on people. God loves you. God loves you, God loves you, God is for you, God is on your side. Let go of your negativity, let go of your yesterday, let go, let it go, man. Let it go, let it go, let it go. Put yesterday behind you and receive God's inspiration today that your future will be bright in the name of Jesus. Do you believe it today? Say amen, hallelujah. Okay, so what have you learned? Number one, you need, you need what? I started, you need what? Inspiration. Inspiration leads to what? Expectation. What is thy expectation? If I had to ask you now, shout one thing that you are believing God for, that you are fully persuaded, Romans 4, 18, that what God promised He's able to perform, can you? Faith never operates in neutral territory. Expectation requires what? Where does must need to the three rays in the church? Preparation, <laughs> expectation requires what? And that 
demands? Yes, because somebody told us, I don't work hard, I work smart. Listen, buddy. And I don't mean buddy, one of our congregation members, I mean friend, let me put it like that. He's like, um, smart work leads to tremendous planning, tremendous delegation, tremendous activity. You may not be doing everything, but don't think if you're not thinking, making thoughts and plans through game changes, that's not work. That's work. Because to get an idea, you need to apply yourself. In God's presence, you have to listen. One idea can be the game changer in your life. We hope you received exactly what God had in store for you from this week's message. If you have been touched by our ministry, you can help us achieve our mandate and win the lost at any cost by visiting our website at crcchurch.com. Thanks again for listening and God bless.